It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's a pleasure to have you listening. Let me introduce you to today's special guest. Zach Edwards is the Managing Director of Prezibox. Prezibox is a multi-award winning UK online only e-commerce business specialising in retailing gifts. Prezibox is the complete online gift solution. Zach has been running the business for the last 15 years since founding it in the year 2000. Gifts is one of the most competitive merchandise categories in the UK, so I'm looking forward to hearing how Zach has navigated these turbulent waters for over a decade. Hi, Zach. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. So how did you get started in e-commerce? Um, well, we uh, I was working for a company that sold uh, Swiss Army knives and Maglock torches back in the 90s and uh, my dad had been fortunate enough to own his own business and sold it for uh, you know a nice profit should we say and it was at the time uh, where I don't know if you remember but there were websites like boo.com and let's buy it and last minute that were being valued at like a squillion pounds <laughs> and I was like right we really need to get involved in this uh, we had literally no idea uh, about anything technical, any form of design, but we had, uh, as a family, ran shops historically, albeit in the uh, the motor trade. So, so that was quite literally where we started. Uh, as I uh, worked for a company that loosely sold uh, sold products that were loosely gifts, I guess. Then I thought, right, well, it can't be. You don't need to be an expert to sell gifts. It's not like we're selling, you know, fishing rods or car parts or something where we need to have. Some, some knowledge uh, so that was pretty much it I had a mate who was a packaging designer who worked with somebody who was technical uh, and I said can you build me a website they said yes and then Prezibox was born wow that's that's awesome because we forget 2000s doesn't seem that long ago but in the scheme of the internet it's an incredibly long time ago it was ridiculous most people uh, yeah, most suppliers didn't even have email addresses. We had to fax or phone most people. So yeah, it was yeah an eternity ago. But but at the same time, you were saying that you know you had those core things you needed to get started. You understood retail, and you knew you'd found a product category where kind of anyone could give it a go with understanding those products. Like you said, you don't need to be an angling expert if you were going into the world of fishing. So it's quite a quick quick space to get started in. Yeah, absolutely. And especially then, because I think, you know, um, I read, a, uh, and don't quote me on the figures, but I read a stat uh, a, a while ago that, that said there was less than, you know, uh, oh, there, there wasn't a huge amount of, of websites in any space. So the barriers to entry were pretty non-existent. Um, you know, within our space, for example, we launched and there were, and there were websites, there was Firebox and I want one of those basically, that, that existed and nobody else. Yeah, which makes it that bit easier, doesn't it? There's, there's some, some space for you to elbow your way in. Or I suppose actually at that point yeah. in time, you probably didn't even need to get the elbows out. So no. where, where are you, where is the business right now? Geographically or figuratively? Both. Or both. both. <laughs> okay, uh, geogra- geographically we are based in a little village in a farmhouse 
in uh, the Midlands, as you can probably tell from the accent, so which is really nice. So it's a really nice working environment. We we do all of our warehousing and fulfilment in Birmingham. Um, from a, uh, a financial perspective, we're doing really well. Uh, we've got good growth. <clears throat> we hope to turn over around five million pounds this year. Excellent. And um, how many have you got in the team at the moment? What's your your business? We've got we've got twenty in the office. So, and that's everything from customer services through to buying, design, marketing, technical bods, video production, and accounts. Cool. And um, any are there any what what platform are you selling on? What's your website? We do it. Yeah, we. We built our own platform. So, so basically, uh, as I say, we um, in 2000, I had no idea about um, we could turn a computer on, but that was pretty much as much as we could do. So we and, and you have to think there wasn't uh, a huge. It's not like now where you can get things like Shopify, Magento, etc. There wasn't a huge raft of off-the-shelf packages that would enable you to uh, to build a website. So I think there was Actinit Catalog, which was uh, pretty much you know the de facto yeah. um, web package uh, so we built our own uh, platform and also we we, um, we had uh, a lot of we wanted to develop lots and lots of functionality so in 2000 our website was ridiculously functional it had a, a gift wizard which would enable you to find gifts uh, based on people's interest and personality and how much money you wanted to spend. We had a wish list functionality and we had a gift reminder scheme and a referral scheme. Um, so uh, we we needed to develop the platform ourselves to enable us to have all of those um, that, all of that functionality. So we actually then and we we were running on the same platform uh, until last year. Um, which we'd literally just bolted functionality onto it, uh, which so it was a bit, a bit clunky. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a bit clunky, a bit messy. Uh, so we replatformed uh, last year uh, and launched in October. And we we did look at um, other uh, off-the-shelf platforms, some of which are really fantastic. You know, we've we've researched Shopify, for example, which is which is awesome uh, but we we just felt that it was the right thing for us to build our own bespoke platform so yes it's all done in-house but you so you use the same website for the best part of 14 years and then yeah yeah rebuilding it I, I love that because I I see I speak to a lot of different e-commerce businesses and they're kind of I see two things from what you said. One, they're kind of, oh, we need a new website. We need a new website. It's like, well, actually, are you sure you do? Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, the website is important. There's a lot of other things going on to make your business successful. I also love the fact that, you know, I, I come across a lot of people who are just starting out who think they need to go bespoke on day one. And yeah. I'll say to them, well, have you looked at one of the, sim- you know, the simpler off the shelf packages like the Shopify packages? And they will yeah. often say, oh, but it doesn't do everything we want. We couldn't possibly use it. But, and, for, you know, considering you're a five million turnover and you were seriously considering going onto the Shopify platform, it really does. Hopefully it will help some of our listeners who, on this, who, are, who are a lot smaller to go, actually, maybe if Zach thinks Shopify could have done the job, maybe I should just go with Shopify and spend my time and effort rather than bespoking going and doing something else. And I think that's, it's something a lot of people overlook. They seem to want to go bespoke straight off. 
Yeah, 100%. I think, um, you know, Shopify is amazing. Uh, Amazon have got their own shopping platform, uh, which literally enables you to adopt all of the functionality that Amazon that's on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Uh, and it's so cheap. And, it you know, you can literally have a shop up and running in days. And I think, I think we have to... As be, and it, I guess I can put myself back into that position in 2000. We <clears throat> we we delayed the launch of our website probably by a year because we wanted to have all of this functionality. And the reality of it is, the vast majority of people who come to Prezibox and most other retailers is that they just want to buy products in the simplest way. So they're not that concerned about all of the subsidiary features that run a, run alongside that. So if I was starting now in any space. 100% I would use an off-the-shelf package and because it, the, the most important thing is you can have the best website in the world but if nobody visits it, um, it there's no port to it. Yeah there, there's a lot of people who focus far too much on getting the website right without worrying about and then and they, you know they're kind of oh I put it there where's the traffic well did you do yeah, any exactly. marketing yeah. <laughs> have you got any money left yeah. for marketing and it's um yeah. I'm really glad we're having that bit of the discussion because it, it's a message which, which time and time again, I think people need to hear. Um, so, yeah, 100%. So on this lovely new website of yours, what are the key widgets and plugins you've got in there? Have you got anything for reviews or merchandising or delivery? Yeah, the two, we tend to try and do the vast majority of things that we do in-house um, as a business because we, A, uh, uh, in the long term, it's cheaper, but B, uh, we then tend to be able to develop things in our way. However, there are certain things that uh, we also have to accept that there are certain areas in which we're never going to be as well versed as the experts. So, uh, yeah, we, we it's funny you mentioned the, the two tools that we do use, um, which are external, are a merchandising tool. So we work with a company called Attract, uh, who are very good, and they merchandise all of our categories for us. Uh, now, I think if you've only got, a handful of categories you can probably get away with merchandising them yourselves um but we've got multiple hundred categories and the issue is that once you, if you merchandise everything manually then as soon as you merchandise it, it it becomes out of date because you may sell out of a product or a product may be selling really well so you want to uh, get more get more um, pay more attention to the product within your your on-site real estate so the the benefit of using uh, an automated uh, merchandising tool is that it will uh, it works on an algorithm so it's constantly changing based on the performance of the products uh, and more importantly for me or as importantly if a product goes out of stock then it, it manages that so it, so what historically could happen could have happened or did happen was we could have a product that was first in our gadgets category for example and then we'd sell out of it and it would still be first in our gadgets category category so the prime yeah. real estate in the category was being occupied by a product that wasn't available um and yeah. then yet yeah, the 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 other widget that we use is a reviews uh platform so we use reviews.co.uk which is also uh really good and they're better at it than we are so there you go but you know there's all there's all manner of things that people can use remarketing platforms retargeting platforms um you know etc cetera, etc cetera. you could run your entire business uh, using other people's software yeah and, and it's it's something which um i i find that you, you know you've got to concentrate on what makes your business different what are the the core bits that makes your business different and then outsource those bits where you can 
get the expertise in in better ways. And I think merchandising and reviews are one of those where there's just there's just so many fantastic solutions out there that people shouldn't be trying to reinvent the wheel themselves. So it's it's good to yeah. hear hear you're involved in those. Um, so that's kind of given everyone an idea about where you are now. There's one campaign that you've recently run that I would love to hear a bit more about, which was your I Spy Father's Day campaign. Are you able to tell okay. us a bit about that and the idea behind it and how it went for you? Uh, partly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what you're allowed to say, obviously. <laughs> no, no, I'm allowed. To, I, I don't worry. I can tell you I'm quite happy to share any knowledge. Uh, however, I was actually uh, getting married and on honeymoon during the time of the uh, the campaign so my my knowledge is probably uh, well your your knowledge is probably better than mine to be honest we um but no we what we what historically we have uh, and i guess we like lots of businesses we've been quite uh, we've been a bit late to the party with regards to promotions because you tend to get caught up in the the here and now and then the, the next thing you know you say oh my lord uh father's day is in three weeks we haven't done a promotion so we, we we're trying to become a lot more campaign driven uh so i'm looking at a a board at the moment and we're we're already planning uh what we're going to be doing for next valentine's day for example oh, wow. um, so, so you've, you've managed so, to look past christmas yeah well yeah we, that sounds pretty cool it, obviously <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously our focus is predominantly Christmas, but um, you know Valentine's Day is also a huge occasion for us. So we need to ensure that we we don't get to Christmas and then think, "Oh Lord, uh, Valentine's Day is in uh, six weeks. What promotion are we going to do? We need to have all of our promotion in place pre-Christmas." Uh, but going back to your Father's Day, quick. Um, uh, like I said, I think people tend to overcomplicate things. We we're a team of individuals who will sit and look at what we're trying to achieve and then think of the best way to achieve them so with regards to father's day we we wanted to draw attention to our father's day category we wanted to try and gain a few extra places in the search engine rankings we wanted to have uh, get some social engagement we wanted to produce some extra content for the site and that is pretty much the the logic that we use for all of our promotions so and then we just come up with an idea uh, based around that. I don't know where the spy product came from. I guess because we sell some spy products, um, and that's as literally as simple as it as it is. Cool. Well, I would strongly. I'll, I'll put a link in the uh, so uh, listeners. We have the show notes page on the website, which is ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Prezibox. And I'll put a link on there to the to the iSpy campaign because it's quite an entertaining video, uh, which I challenge you not to giggle at, uh, to, to really <laughs> hook people in. Um, but I, yeah, I, love, I love the way you're saying about, you know, people overcomplicate it. And actually, you do just have to go, right, Father's Day, big opportunity. What are the key things we want to do? Brilliant. What's the yeah. best way to do it? Rather than, I know a lot of people would have gone or a lot of people who do go oh I fancy doing a video and you really shouldn't start from that perspective you should start from the perspective of we need to get traffic to our father's day campaign what would be a great way to do it um yeah so that's it's good good to hear you working the right way around yeah the thing is as well there are so many um tools and uh services out there that are free that enable you to try all of these things and I would suggest you do try them because we we you know we 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 have a good idea about what works, but then there's something new that comes out every day, and you you don't know what might be the best fit for your business. 
So it may be that the best form of marketing for your business is to promote through Instagram. Um, you know, I follow some people on Instagram who've got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and they're just somebody doing whatever they do from, you know, <laughs> from their bedroom. Um, and I think never be afraid to just put yourselves out there, try it uh, and see what the results are. That's really good recommendation. So what do you think is the most awesome thing about Prezi Box right now? The most awesome thing about Prezi Box right now is that we have four goats and a dog. <laughs> 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 so that for me is, uh, yeah, I think, uh, no, all joking aside, I think the fact that we try and have a lot of fun here is really important because I think that uh, if you if I come to work myself, so if I'm here eight or ten hours a day, I don't want to be sat here in a silent office where everybody's afraid to speak. I want to empower people to be able to express themselves and also enjoy what they're doing. And I think for me that is the most awesome thing because then if people enjoy being here, if people feel free that or feel able to express themselves and they're not going to be shot down because they've come up with a stupid idea, uh, then that is a much more conducive environment to a successful business. I think that's so, su- such a good, a good point because, you know, in your category, in the gift category, it is all about fun and enjoyment and entertainment. And if the office is staid and boring and suited how you could possibly hope to compete you know it's really got to be a whole company ethos that the whole you know we have fun in the office and we have fun on the website and then our customers have fun with our products so so do you find that 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 kind of culture value piece is the is the is the way that you compete in that in that very competitive marketplace that you're operating in is that the key oh yeah 100% hundred percent because we up until very recently um we um we didn't have we weren't a, a particularly successful business we were doing okay but we it wasn't like we had lots and lots of money that we could go and spend on lots and lots of expensive marketing campaigns so we had to be really uh, proactive in lots and lots of free and cheap marketing and to do that you need people who um, are passionate about what we do so everything from the products that we sell through to the marketing that we do through to the way we look after our customers Uh, and if people are resenting coming to work on a daily basis that's just not going to happen so and we, we carry that through now we're very reticent about spending money on uh marketing you know, I can't remember the last time we actually paid for some form of marketing other than acquisition-based stuff because I just think that there is um, there are so many things that you can do. And if you if you uh, look at um, Innocent Smoothies, for example, they are, they're owned by Coca-Cola, but if you follow them on uh, Twitter or Instagram, you know, or Facebook or look at their newsletters, you would have no idea. You'd think that they're a small, fun company who really enjoy what they're doing. And I think if you can try and get that uh, ethos across in everything you do, then people relate, customers will relate to your business and will want to buy from you as opposed to some big corporate brand. Can I just clarify a couple of bits you said in there? So um, you're spending on acquisition. My guess would be you're talking about Facebook ads, Google ads to get people in the door. Would that be a a fair... Assumption. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, and affiliates. So um, yeah, everything that we that you can monitor 
so we like it the fact that we're so lucky being online marketeers in the fact that we can we can monitor the attribution of any order so we know exactly the path that the customers come through to get to Prezi box cool so you, so we can you spend in those wise areas rather than going let's do a tv campaign yeah, exactly. We have done TV campaigns in the past, um, but yeah, it was and it, it was it was quite eye-opening because it was the first time ever that we 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 didn't know whether it was a success or not. So we'd spent, you know, we didn't spend a huge amount. We spent twenty grand, I think, and it was we didn't know how successful it was. Whereas if we spend twenty pounds on Facebook ads, we can we can see the exact ROI, which is really important. Yeah, it's 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 one of the joys we've got as an online as online businesses is that we could actually choose to spend money in wise places and then invest our time yeah. and effort in those free channels. Um, the, yeah, exactly. So, um, what's on your to do list right now? What's on the radar for Prezibox? As a as a company, okay, we are launching a, a kid pundits. Um, uh, I don't even know promotion, if you like. So basically, we we are within the next couple of weeks we're launching a, a thing called Kid Pundits, whereby we've got lots and lots of kids who are doing video reviews of our products. So that's quite interesting uh, as a business. We've also launched a um, a sister company as well, which is quite interesting, which I'm quite happy to tell you about if you are interested. Oh, we're definitely interested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we the, the part of the problem with running a company like Prezibox is that it's very seasonal. So Christmas is literally 50% of our business and it is very uh, Google dependent as most websites are. So we, we for quite a while now have been looking at ways to to whilst maintaining obviously our Christmas business and our Google presence, uh, we're looking to, to spread the to spread the load if you like. So we would like to uh, to be generating more money throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. So so we've launched a business called Learn to Earn, uh, which is is basically um, lots of kids now at schools get incentivized to go to school. So they get it based on attendance and behaviour and acumen and uh, attainment etc so they 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 get the government give schools money to incentivize the children to go to school however so there are there are a couple of schemes that are in the marketplace at the moment but they don't tend to offer products that will incentivize the children so you know uh, kids can earn a usb stick or a pen um so so we've we've moved into into that market so we've built a, a website called learn to uk and we are running a pilot scheme with a school in birmingham whereby we uh, the, the school we've built uh, the functionality that will enable teachers to to give uh, children credits in, in uh, for, for being good or for being on time um, and then they can redeem them against products that we sell so rather than get a USB stick they can get a selfie stick or oh, a, you know a smartphone projector yeah so so we, we we've got quite high hopes for that very cool and um yeah and good to be doing that little bit that that's encouraging kids to learn and all the rest of it as well as helping your cash flow and everything through the year that's very cool yeah absolutely yeah it's quite altruistic yeah i will put a link to that on the show notes as well 
Um, you are good egg. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. <laughs> so it's now time for the top tips round. And I love this section cool. because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. Zach, are you ready for the quick fire top tips? Hit me. Oh, excellent. So first up, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, what book would you recommend? Okay. Well, firstly, I need to give a caveat here because I'm not a great reader. Uh, no, I'll tell you that. I'm not a great one of reading loads and loads of books by experts. And my, my issue with experts is that that they spend all of the time telling people they're an expert and promoting themselves as an expert and doing talks etc etc and I think well they're not actually doing the actual work that they're meant to be experts in but so that that is a little tangent however the one book that I have read which I was really impressed with was by a gentleman called Ryan Halliday uh, which is called Trust Me I'm Lying and he basically talks about manipulating the press so uh, getting lots and lots of coverage by basically uh, making stuff up or um, gaming the press from the bottom up. So manipulating small blogs to, to push stories up into the higher press. So that was a really good read. Oh, excellent. I have to, that's not one I've come across. So I will have to take a read of that myself, I think. Yeah, very good. Cool. And uh, next up, your traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Okay. We you, we we obviously are very Google dependent. So if you if you can get to the top of Google, then good luck with that. I think that, that, that <laughs> is probably the thing that I would most value. However, what I would say is try and you, utilize as many free tools as you can. So you know, social um, is probably the easiest thing for a new business to 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 leverage. So, for example, I follow a chap on Instagram called The Body Coach, and he is basically a personal trainer who also advises people about nutrition. And he produces every day a video, which is him cooking a meal, and it's called Lean in 15. And he has probably got about 350,000 followers on Instagram, which is massive. And, you know, he is a fella who is ostensibly a personal trainer, but now he's getting featured in all manner of magazines and newspapers and he's got book deals coming out. So that would be my top tip, literally. And keep at it as well. It's the flywheel effect. Don't, just because you try a few Instagram videos and you only get five or six viewings, keep doing them because then you'll soon get 10 or 20 viewings and that'll become 100 viewings, etc. Yeah, I I love that um, the flywheel effect. That's not a phrase I've come across, but it explains social media perfectly. You've just, you know, the moment where you want to give up is probably the moment you definitely shouldn't. It's probably all about to take off. Okay. Yeah, 100%, yeah. So our, next up, our tool top tip. This might be a team collaboration tool, a social media plugin, phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little widget you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two tools, I would say, that, that are really imperative for us. So we use Trello, which is, I don't know if you know Trello. Yeah. It's a, um, I guess it's a uh, work attribution tool but in effect what it is is it enables us to produce a list of jobs that everybody can log on to Trello see exactly what's going on where where you are with the jobs who's doing what job 
and um, allows you to attribute notes to jobs and uh, further readings, etc. So that's that's a really great tool to you, and it's free. And then we also obviously use Google Apps and Gmail because uh, a, it's again it's very cheap for a, a bit. I think it's about three pounds per user per month. But also it's got all the functionality that you need for spreadsheets or Word documents, uh, and it's accessible from everywhere. So you you can use it on your phone or your iPad at home at night, which I think is is really good. So they would be my two top tips. Excellent. Thank you for those. And now your startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who is thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Don't do it. <laughs> do, do, do something that do something that doesn't involve stock or customers. Um, so no, all joking aside, I think um, think really clearly about what we're going to do. So then, and then you know, so have a plan, have a plan of action, and then use as many free tools as you can. So or cheap tools. And don't be afraid to outsource. So look at things like Shopify and Magento and then look at promoting yourself through social media or through cost per click when you can manage the budget, etc. So don't always feel that you need to spend loads and loads of money because you don't. No, you don't. You can start up quite lean these days, <laughs> unlike you yeah. could in the year 2000 where lean oh, just yeah, wasn't it was possible. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're still paying that bill off. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, it cost just, us, yeah, it just cost emotionally. Us a money, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, but no, emotionally and financially, yeah. Uh, okay, so Master Plan World, you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Prezi box, which is P E, sorry, P R E double Z Y B O X. So it's Prezi with Z's, not with S's, just so as you know. And uh, Zach, I have one final top tips question for you. If your okay. business didn't exist, which e commerce business would you like to be running? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. So I guess um, in our space, I like people like Firebox. I think they've got a really nice business. Uh, I think. Innocent smoothies are a really great business. So they are probably, so within our space, Firebox, I guess, Innocent Smoothies, love what they do. So yeah, probably Innocent. I think that's a good, but, or I'd like to run a really bad brand. So a really dull uh, space and make that quite sexy. So something that sells, you know, I don't know, dry rot installations or something like that. Because <laughs> you, could, you, you could have a lot of fun. And there's not a lot of competition, I'm guessing, that are particularly good at stuff online. So yeah, That's dry awesome. rot. Dry rot, that's the choice. We're going to go <laughs> yeah. for... That is the choice, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, you should check out uh, the interview that's already live on the podcast uh, that I did with a guy called Martin Harvey who runs a business called Muck Munchers who are all about yeah. septic tanks and they've bought yeah, exactly hilarity perfect. to septic tanks so I think I think you'll like that one given the dry rot. Yeah how so. much fun can you have with dry rot and septic we could we could look to a superhero dry rot man. <laughs> awesome well before you you know you run off to go and whiteboard the idea of dry rot man. <laughs> um, Zach it's been fascinating chatting to you um, and discovering how you're driving your online-only e-commerce business. Before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Certainly. So, yes, you can find us on www.prezibox.com. 
as you mentioned, Z's not S's, albeit we do redirect if it is spelt with S's. And on social media, it's at Prezibox, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the much maligned Google Plus. Excellent. And we'll put um, links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Prezi box. And I'll, as you've, Zach, as you've set up the S's redirects, I'll set up the S's redirects as well, just to make sure people can find it. Um, Brilliant. Zach, thank you for being on Ecommerce Masterplan podcast for de- today, even, and for being so generous sharing your experience with us. No problems. Nice to speak to you. Cool. Catch you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.